and welcome to Cult Movie Cult, where we watch and discuss the horrific, the obscure, and the flat-out strange from the other side of cinema. I'm Mark Dickerson. And I'm Jeremy Fink. And today you're joining us for what may or may not be the third <laughs> annual Cult Movie Cult Holiday Special. We're pretty sure. We hope you've been... We're pretty sure. It's the third we, one. we think we've done two of these. Yes. Um, we hope you've been staying warm with your loved ones and watching some festively strange films. Also, today, in addition to the holidays, we're celebrating our 50th episode. Thank you for the ongoing gift of your inquisitive ears. Woo! So get those chestnuts roasting, but be careful not to get burnt like a Martian mellow. <laughs> this is 1964's Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. special let's just call it 2021 because we're not 100 we're pretty sure our 2021 yeah. holiday special we did yes. black christmas and then we did so silent night deadly night was actually two movies but we did that as one special so i guess maybe that's why we're getting confused so anyway this is our 2021 mm-hmm. holiday special and we did santa claus conquers the martians from 1964 uh which is is a, a movie that exists and i have always wanted to watch it this is my first time jeremy uh same right first time watching this one yes 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 very much the same yes <laughs> had never even heard of this one <laughs> it, it was it was funny we'll get into the the, the little synopsis and everything yeah. in a moment here but uh we were, we were talking about wanting to do a holiday special mm-hmm. and mark texted me saying how about santa claus conquers the martians and i had never heard of it but based on the title alone i was yeah. like we're watching it i, I loved your we, reaction we to, to that you're like that sounds amazing <laughs> we have to watch that. yeah it sounds fantastic right yeah i mean so the title alone um just sells you on this one <laughs> so so to give a, a little detail as to what it actually is uh santa claus conquers the martians is a 1964 american science fiction comedy film direct, or directed by nicholas webster based on a story by glenville marith it stars John Call as Santa Claus. It also features a performance by future Golden Globe winning Pia Zadora mm-hmm. as Girmar, one of the Martian children. <laughs> her first movie. Um, yep. Her first movie. The The plot is a little convoluted, so I'm not going to go stri- as straightforward with a synopsis. Yes. But essentially, there are some Martian children who are kind of in this, this state of malaise. Is that way of good, a good way of putting it, Mark? Would you <laughs> yeah, agree? they're kind of a, TV heads. They're zoned into that TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which which is ironic because this this movie definitely has the feel it, of a TV movie. Exact, I had the same, exact same thought watching it. It really does. There, there, there were definitely certain moments which we'll get to later yeah. where I felt like this is where they planned the commercial. Break. I know <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Yeah. Um, but the, but basically the the Martian uh, parents, I guess you could call them parents. It's the family structure and how children are raised by the Martians is a little vague because it seems like information is kind of inputted into their brain. Right. So the family structure is I'm not totally sure, but essentially the, one, the parents start becoming concerned about their Martian children and decide that they need to do something about it. So they go to visit this this elder Martian elder, yeah. who says that. So the children need some kind of cheer and fun in their life, in their lives. And, and the way to do that is to connect them to Santa Claus. Right. And so the Martians decide to kidnap Santa. Yeah, because they don't have a Santa Claus and they need one. So um, that's that's what they end up trying to do. Um, and, you know, not the worst idea uh, for a kid's holiday movie. Yeah. I actually thought it was sort of interesting. Uh, but we'll get we'll dive more into it Um obviously like we usually do but first i did want to bring up just the simple fact that this movie is public domain uh Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing and also so uh, i believe plan nine from outer space was also uh public domain am i correct in remembering that okay um i don't i don't know for sure but it totally seems like it should be yeah it seems like it should be um i and this movie (laughs) definitely reminded me of ed wood uh, type of film, yeah. so <laughs> that was appropriate. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, how was the version that you watched? Because when sometimes when things are public domain, like the, there's varying degrees of quality uh, going around. So, how was the one that you ended up watching, Jeremy? Uh, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I watched it because because it's public domain. We can actually talk about like where it's streaming and stuff. Yeah. Cause sometimes you, you know, <laughs> we, we 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 like to encourage people whenever possible to you know yeah. get get your movies in, in a legal way. Yeah, purchased or on, on a streaming service in some way. Yeah, um, not that it. not that these filmmakers are making money off of it because it's public domain. Um, yeah. I watched it on Tubi, uh, oh, okay. which I love. If you don't know, if you oh, don't yeah, have Tubi, Tubi is great. Yeah, they have a lot of good stuff. Uh, on there. Highly, highly recommend it because they have an incredible collection. A lot of stuff that of, we talk about on this show is on. The, yeah, on I, I've seen probably more cult movie, cult movies on Tubi than anything else. But it was pretty good. It was a pretty good print. I, I couldn't complain. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I just. Yeah, what about you? Were you able to find a good copy? Yeah, I just went on YouTube. I mean, this one was, <laughs> this was an easy one. Uh, I just went on YouTube, yeah. and there it was. A uh, little fuzzy, but watchable. You know, it was nothing to write home about, but it mm-hmm. was fine. Um, and again, yeah. it does have that TV movie feel, which I'm really glad you said that, Jeremy, because um, I guess it was like the fade outs that they constantly have throughout the movie. But yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. felt like a TV movie. And I, I, that's the thing. Like, I tried to research and find if it was or not. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it was shown on television. I don't know if it was originally released as a, a TV movie or not, but um, mm-hmm. certainly has that feel. Um, yeah. And then, so, you know, just to kind of go through uh, from the beginning, so we have the, the credits in the beginning, and this reminded me of The Blob a little bit because it has that song, that very catchy opening credits mm-hmm. tune, uh, very reminiscent of The yeah. Blob. Um, and this one's called Hooray for Santa Claus, which I'm definitely playing as part of this episode. Uh, which I, I just like love it. I, I listen to it like over and over. It's so good. Um, yeah. And aesthetically, I, I love the, the, the title sequence. Yeah, it's great. It really brings you it's into great. the... It's great. Yeah, brings in the holiday spirit. So um, mm-hmm. so you have that song and catchy little tune there. And then we go right into a special report from KID TV uh, being watched, uh, as you said, Jeremy, by the Martian children. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess they're on their planet at this point. Um, 
and it's kind of hard to tell with some of the backgrounds and stuff like that like where are they supposed to be but yeah um yeah so yeah mars mars doesn't look like what we traditionally think mars no. looks like uh, yeah in this movie well again mine yeah my version was a little bit blurry so i couldn't really judge too well i guess but um mm -hmm. i'm sure the sets were not maybe of the best quality <laughs> um like the yeah. backgrounds and stuff so um mm -hmm. and then so uh this report is uh they're having an interview with santa they're uh, at the north pole uh you know talking to santa about whatever and um there is a little nixon joke that gets snuck in there which i thought mm -hmm. was <laughs> when santa's trying to remember all the names of the all the reindeer um very yeah. of its time this was the 60s i mean a little before its time i, I a little would before, think yeah well i mean it's, is, it's not really making you know. like a commentary it's just kind of saying his name but i just thought it was kind of interesting um yeah so and then so the um the martian parents are watching this report along with their children who are like i said zoned out and you know sort of just watching this i guess they're they're like not even moving <laughs> they're almost like catatonic so i guess this was like sort of like a commentary on television maybe um Mm -hmm. But the parents, uh, Kimar and Momar, the names in this movie, I, I swear, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, uh, apologies that... in advance. Yeah, uh, <laughs> again, we're not the best with with names in general on this show, so we might mess things up a little bit. But yeah, so this is Kimar mm -hmm. and Momar, uh, the parents, and you know they're they're basically disapproving of their children watching TV, um, and television was fairly new at this point, right? I mean, I'm I'm okay and. <laughs> And saying that I didn't actually look anything up uh, in, in regards to that, but I mean, it was, so it was like what the fifties when TV was was becoming more yeah. prevalent. Yeah, it was yeah. still it was still you know it was established, but still I think in its in it, yeah, I mean in its relative and also technology was not like it is now, where it's I feel like the the pace is so much more rapid, where new things are always coming out. So television, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's fair to say that it was still pretty new at this point, still pretty novel. Um, so I thought it was interesting to see them, the filmmakers, sort of directly address the medium, sort of, in a way. Because um, mm -hmm. there is some sort of, I don't know, I mean, I might be looking <laughs> too much into this film already, Jeremy, but I thought there was a little bit of commentary there um, about, yeah, about you know, just the way that the, the Martian children just, like, mm -hmm. glued to their, their TV screen. And, um, yeah, you know, and again, I don't know, we'll talk about it as we continue to discuss the film, but I don't know exactly what, the message is you know what the commentary is or uh, you know because it could go either way i think um if there mm -hmm. if there even is one and again i might be thinking too much into it but that's kind of what we do here so mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> that's, yeah we, we will we will we will take any movie any movie seriously it's funny because <laughs> even when me and jeremy are like oh we 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 don't have much to say about this film you know we'll just kind of uh, this is like a you know just a light one or whatever like we always end up delving into it and kind of <laughs> that's kind of what we do so um yeah. but yeah so anyway so we'll come back to that but jeremy as you said the adult martians call upon guidance from their elder sage uh whatever his name was <laughs> forget already um i believe his his name is kochem okay yeah and is, 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 at least this is what imdb is saying um but um, very entertaining scene where they're they're just they're asking for guidance from him and like you know what is this christmas and and he's just very serious, <laughs> very, and yeah. something... which I thought, I thought he gave a terrific performance. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I, I, I was, when he was talking, I was like, I kind of forgot what movie I was watching for a minute <laughs> I don't, it because felt he like, was, he was really serious. Yeah, it felt like, like Planet of the Apes or something. I don't know. It was like something from, yeah, something yeah. else. I don't know. But, 
Um, and there was something so funny about just hearing this like fearful old old Martian like tell the others about Christmas time and Santa and try to describe yeah. elves to them and all this stuff like so he's basically just mm -hmm. yeah just explaining what Christmas is to them because they have no concept of mm -hmm. it apparently even though they have access to earth television <laughs> somehow so mm -hmm. you think they would know but anyway they're sort of learning all about Christmas and everything and Santa Claus and and it's all very silly I mean <laughs> but um yeah there's, you know, some some self-awareness I did notice um, as well. Uh, again, might be thinking too much into it, but like just certain lines, like uh, there's one line is like all this trouble over a fat little man in a red suit. Uh, just like lines <laughs> like that. Just like obviously we're trying to be funny. Like so I feel like it was somewhat uh, tongue in cheek. There was some of that type yeah. of humor, uh, which I appreciated. Wouldn't call it subversive or even satire or anything like that. But um, again, yeah. there's some. It, it got what it do. It it un it understood what it was doing. Exactly. Enough, yeah. Though. Maybe maybe not to the degree we watch it now. Right. You yeah. know. But like it was supposed to be a a funny goofy exactly. movie. Exactly. It was it never was supposed not, to yeah. be. <laughs> not super serious. Although this part is pretty serious, yeah. like we said, with the uh, the elder um, telling yeah. them about Christmas. So, mm -hmm. um, and then from that point, it's kind of where the the plot takes off, and um, and they start to realize that they w they want to uh, kidnap Santa Claus and bring him to Mars for the children. Um, now the reason for doing this, you know, that's, <laughs> and then, again, this is where the message comes in. It's like, so, okay. So here's my thing. So commercialism, right? It's like, I feel like they are trying to say something about commercialism in this, in this film, but is it pro or mm -hmm. anti? Like, it seems like, um, again, we're going to come back to this cause I, I, I feel like it's something that we should think about, but yeah. it's sort of like. You know, because what is their reasoning in bringing Santa Claus to Mars? Is it uh, to spread joy for the children, you know, to have or something mm -hmm. like that? Or it, seem, it seems to me it's more about like the toys and opening presents on Christmas, yeah. which is, you know, again, that's like part of it. It's part of part Christmas. of it. But, it, you know, it's something mm -hmm. to uh, like keep in mind um, as we talk about the rest of the movie and then we'll come back to it. But um, mm -hmm. so plot wise, they run into a little bit of an issue here. Um, on Earth, there are many Santas, uh, and they can't distinguish between all of the, the fake Santas, you know, the, the pseudo Santas that are out there just on the street corners or whatever. Uh, so they end up kidnapping two children to find the real one um, so they can help them, you know, ho hopefully locate where this, the real Santa is. Um, so they abduct two, two young children, a girl and a boy named Billy and Betty. Classic, classic names there. Uh, just mm -hmm. by, so this is funny. Like they abduct the children just by kind of walking up to them. It was like very yeah. casual, very casual abduction. Yeah. I also I also love the moment where they were talking. Um, the the I believe the the older brother is saying to the younger girl like, "What would you do if you saw a Martian?" <laughs> yeah, I love that. And she's like, "I'd scream." I'd... <laughs> and then two seconds later, the Martian shows up and she screams. Yep. And he just totally doesn't believe her. Um, <laughs> Which I thought was, I don't know, it was, it was such, it's yeah. goofy, but it's such an endearing little, little way to introduce yeah. it's pretty funny. the Martian characters to these characters. I found, I don't know, I found a lot of this movie actually very genuinely funny. Yeah. And again, I don't, it's kind of, it's clever. It's hard to tell if it's like, again, like self-aware humor or just kind of, <laughs> just the ridiculousness of it all. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's, so there's the scene you're describing where Billy and Betty are, are, are sitting by the tree and, um. I love that they're just talking about Martians, like just happen to be talking about them. Yeah. And then, so the, the Martians, um, now what are their, so their names are, 
I know one of them is um, Kimar, right? Kimar, and then there's Kimar the uh... Kimar or Voldar is the other one. Okay, Hold on. Voldar, Momar. Yeah, so Girmar, Bomar, <laughs> whatever Mar. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the, it's kind of it's kind of like the the joke that they made, which I wonder if this was intentional or not. But like all the all Santa's reindeer, you know, blitz in and then they get to oh mix yeah, in. that's right. Yeah. It's like the Martians are kind of saying <laughs> yeah. you know, Mormar, Kirmar, yeah. Girmar, Bormar, you know, Cargo, Droppo. Yeah, there's like they're very all similar. But so Voldar yeah. <laughs> and Bomar, I believe, are they're, they're essentially the two main martians that we follow throughout the film they kind of have like a back and forth like disagreement about things and mm-hmm. um but anyway so they approach the children and um end up abducting them and um again just kind of like walking up to them like hey uh come with us so they bring them on their spaceship and um the kids end up uh, i guess helping them because they you know because then it's off to the north pole to capture the real santa um, mm-hmm. And so at this point, Billy and Betty actually are able to escape, and they they try to find Santa's workshop so they can warn him. And there's a polar bear attack, which is frightening. Yeah. Wow. Which was I thought was really scary <laughs> because obviously it didn't look like a real polar bear, but the costume that they made. I mean, Jeremy, as I a polar had bear, no idea what the hell was going on. I honestly thought because there's a scene before that where they're they're summoning this like I thought it was like a creature or something. I didn't know what that what it was going to be, but Torg, I think it was called. And then it cut to the yeah. scene with the polar bear. So I was like, oh, is that like the... Oh, is did that they the unleash monster, like, like this alien, alien monster? Yeah, like alien monster in them. But yeah, I guess it was just a yeah. polar bear. But it was scary. It was scary that thing yeah. was really, yeah. really scary looking. Yeah. Like, I think, I think I would almost maybe rather run into a polar bear <laughs> yeah. than that, whatever than that the thing robot. is. So I guess, so quickly following this polar bear attack is the robot attack uh, with, with, I believe, mm-hmm. Torg. I, I'm not sure exactly of the name. But uh, so what, he's a robot um, that I guess they brought, brought along with them on the ship. Um, they kind of like summon him to come get the, the kids. So um, eventually they all kind of convene in Santa's workshop uh, in the North Pole. And apparently this was the first uh, depiction of Mrs. Claus in film was one of the, the trivia pieces I saw about it. Because I think it was mm-hmm. uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, which... Uh, I think it was like three months later it came out. So this was actually before yeah. that. So well, I wonder if that's, on, that's correct. On film. I don't know if that's like ever, you know, first ever. Depiction. I'm just thinking, I wonder if it was, if it was that much later though, or if that might be, because if it was three months later, I'm guessing hey, both that's of these what movies Wikipedia are, said, both man, Christmas I mean, movies. If you can't go by Wikipedia. See, this, this is why I sometimes question the Wikipedia thing. I know. Though, you, just logically. <laughs> So three months later, if these are both Christmas movies, yeah, why are you? One of them is coming out on Christmas. And would yeah, that be because Rudolph they came did. out in February. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't even. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Well, that's what. But let's. Both IMDb yeah. and <laughs> Wikipedia said it, so I had to check my sources. Oh, I trust it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who knows? But uh, anyway, it's, I'm sure it was early on in her depictions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mrs. Claus. So. Anyway, uh, so they're all in the workshop, and the robot, you know, busts in and, and captures the children, and then they're all kind of there. The Martians are there again, and um, <laughs> Santa's just – I love Santa's reaction. Like, I don't know the, uh, the actor who played uh, Santa. You said it was John Call. Uh, I looked up some of his other work. wasn't too familiar with him, but I really thought he was <laughs> – I really liked him in this just because he's so, like, laissez-faire about everything. I mean, even the children are pretty, mm-hmm. like – casual with like everything that's going on like being kidnapped and everything 
Um, I found it kind of funny just like how like like they kind of just go along with everything like oh, okay all right we're gonna do this now okay like they're a little bummed out but they're not trying to like yeah. you know run away or anything like that so Santa's attitude this whole movie is just kind of like okay whatever ho 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 uh, no. you know it's, well he's Santa yeah you I know, mean yeah he's jolly. jolly yeah exactly <laughs> which makes sense Santa yeah. Santa must remain jolly in the face of peril <laughs> at all costs yeah, always be because if he ho ho hoing yeah. and because if he gets down, who's going to be exactly. the optimist, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Once Santa quits, everyone has to quit. <laughs> yeah, I actually made a note, like, the kids and Santa seem quite cozy the whole the whole time. Like, Yeah. Um, both when yeah. they're on the spaceship and eventually when they get to, to Mars. Uh, but you're right, Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, Santa should be jolly, right? Should be his usual jolly self, yeah. cracking jokes. I mean, yeah. he even, like, he, yeah, he even cut um, the, the kind of evil Martian, Voldar. Mm-hmm. He really kind of cut him the benefit of the doubt. Because at one point, Voldar tried to murder Santa mm-hmm. and these two kids. Mm-hmm. And Santa and the kids got away from it. And Santa came in and was basically saying, I know you accidentally yeah. like locked us in the, <laughs> what is it, like the air, the air shaft mm-hmm. and accidentally tried to release yeah. us into space. But we got away. Like, it's okay. You know? He's a nice guy. Like Santa, nice guy, that Santa. Yeah. yeah. He, he, just, he just keeps it, keeps it positive <laughs> no does. matter what. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed his performance um, in this movie. And even when the, the robot busts into the workshop, uh, his reaction is like, oh, you're the biggest toy I've seen yet. Or I think he shows up at the door <laughs> or something. But, like, you know, it's just like, oh, it's kind of strange. But I, I mean, again, I guess if you're Santa, you're seeing a lot of strange stuff, like, all the time, probably. So, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So eventually they are captured and brought onto the ship. Uh, and then again, there's like a disagreement between the two main Martians, Voldar and Komar. And I think, yeah, Voldar mm-hmm. is supposed to be more like the villain. Um, and he starts to wonder why they're doing this and that, you know, wondering if they should be doing this, bringing uh, Santa to their, their planet. And at this point, we get mm-hmm. like a like a fist fight scene between Voldar and Komar, which I kind of got into. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's pretty intense. And then Voldar escapes. Um, and kind of goes off, and he starts to do his own plan at this point. Um, so eventually they do reach Mars, which, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, you know, it's a pretty low-budget film, and I, I didn't yeah. really know. I was like, all right, are we even going to see Mars? Like, are we going to get there? I didn't know if the whole thing was going to take place on a ship. Uh, again, it kind of has that Ed Wood movie feel, so it's like I really didn't know where it was yeah. going. But they do eventually get to Mars, and um, really just back to that Mars, uh, the Martian home that we saw from the beginning of the film. And it was a really funny scene where they all get to the house and like Santa's meeting the wife and and the, the, the Martian children. And um, they're all just like standing there laughing. And it's just like a scene where that's, it felt like a minute of them just standing and, and laughing. And then um, the Martians are kind of listening outside the door like, oh, laughter, what is this? Like, you know, but yeah. but, it's, but it is like, it's like, oh, it's, it's nice to hear the, the children laughing and stuff, so. I guess Santa's kind of bringing the, the spirit out of these children, um, which was like the whole idea. So it's see, things seem to be working out at this point, um, mm-hmm. but not for long because no. um, eventually so <laughs> they put Santa to work, these Martians. All right, Santa, now, <laughs> now build, build us a factory and start making toys, you know. They start cracking the whip. So um, they, they very quickly build this factory and uh, start making toys for the, the Martian children. Um, but Santa, he has new technology now. No more handmade toys. Now we have this big machine thing, whatever it is, just a big machine. 
that makes toys. Yeah, an automated a assembly big automated, line. Yeah. See, if we're, no if more we're, I mean, th- this movie, if, if it's a critique of capitalism, you know, there, <laughs> yeah. there you have <laughs> there jobs, you machines replacing jobs. Yep. You know, yeah. like, it's, Get to it, work, it, it, you know? it's there. Yeah. It's there. If you're, if you're ready to dig, it's mm-hmm. there. Again, intentional or not, it's there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Santa has this new uh, automated factory uh, system going on where he's, you know, he's able to make these toys. Um, although he does run into some issues with it. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually Voldar and he's scheming and he wants to put an end to all this. And he, uh, he has his assistants with him, Stobo and Shim. Great names. You know what? I've, I actually think these are great names now that I look at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, and they end up uh, sabotaging the factory and they change the programming so that it, it makes the toys incorrectly. Which <laughs> the way they do this is very funny as well. It's just like replacing heads. You know, it's like one head is on a different. It's like, oh, my doll has this head on it instead of this head. And then so Droppo, who's sort of like the, uh, how would you describe him, Jeremy? Like the the town fool or something? Yeah, kind of kind of like the fool. Yeah. yeah, but but the lovable fool. Lovable, right? You know, he's he's kind of the one who <laughs> he he might be asked to do something bad, but he's still gonna turn it into yeah. a uh, something sweet. He's just like a and goofy, endearing. yeah, goofy endearing character. Um, yeah, he takes a, a great liking to Santa Claus and to Christmas, and he takes one of Santa's spare suits that's laying around, and he he puts it on and starts acting like Santa Claus, and um, he actually goes to the toy factory, starts making toys. He's really getting into it, this guy. Um, mm-hmm. But so this ends up making Voldar mistake him for Santa Claus and kidnaps him. A lot of kidnapping <laughs> going on. So yes. now the fake Santa's kidnapped. Um, and then uh, when the Santa and the children come back to the factory to make more toys, they figure it out that they, they don't have the right Santa. <laughs> and Droppo, who's being held hostage, he tricks a guard and is able to escape. And uh, Santa and the kids, both Earth kids and the Martian children, are able to set a trap for old Voldar. They, um, so they, they actually they get him to come to the, the new factory they set up, and they throw stuff at him. Whatever it is. What is this? Like snow globes? I guess it's like toys they're throwing at him, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, what yeah. a weird scene that is. Like the, the, the way it's edited mm-hmm. and everything, it's just very strange. I guess they're trying to like, I don't know. I was trying to think why they edited it that way. I guess they were trying to make it seem like exciting or something. It's almost like the climax yeah. of the film where they're just like the children are throwing these toys at, at the yeah. villain of the film, I guess. Um, they're actually like shooting these like Nerf gun type things at him too. Um, whatever mm-hmm. they were. And they kind of set the toys loose on him, um, and that you know that does it in for old Voldar there, and old Voldar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't handle the toys coming at him. Um, it's too much. Yeah, but uh, Kimar has, uh, then arrests him and his assistants, and Santa notices that Droppo is acting like him, and, and uh, says he would make a good Martian Santa Claus. And then so I guess uh, you know so I guess he becomes like Droppo's like the the Santa Claus of Mars now. Yeah. So, that so it's really, it's really, can... it's kind of an or, or, or origin story. Origin story. There you go. The, of the, of the, Martian the Martian Santa. Santa. Yeah. And then they're yeah. able to send the Earth Santa back to Earth along with the children. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much the end of the movie. Pre- there. I mean, it's it's um, yeah. Space shuttle taking off toward Earth and big moon in the sky, stars with this faint yeah. image of Santa's face that gets superimposed over it. Do we ever get? And I I feel like we might have, but I could be wrong. Do we ever get the the Earth children's parents or any reaction? No, I don't. Because it think seems so. like all this takes a while. Yeah, like I mean, it takes a while to get. <laughs> it to takes Mars. a while. You're right. And well, that. again, it's like so, I feel like everyone just kind of has this like the same attitude about it, where it's like, okay, this is what's happening yeah. now. Like, 
So it, it's yeah. more of like an inconvenience being uh, kidnapped and taken to another planet <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think we see the. I don't think we see any Earth people other than these two children, actually. Oh well, I guess the mm-hmm. the reporter, the reporters and the stuff reporters, like that, yeah, yeah, who TV, are talking. But yeah. Yeah. Other than that, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, besides Santa, I guess. But um, just beautiful though that ending though, Jeremy with. Um, Again, like when they're they're flying off <laughs> into the stars, and you see like mm-hmm. Santa's face superimposed over it with the message "Merry Christmas" comes over, uh, and then of course you mm-hmm. have that song come back in, "Hooray for Santa Claus," along with the lyrics, which I thought was a nice little touch. They put the lyrics on there. It for indeed. You. Yeah, and there you have yeah. it. Uh, that's the end of yeah. the movie. You wonder you wonder why that that tune didn't catch on and become a Christmas I know, staple. Really, they should they should add it to Spotify or whatever for this, the radio stations yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean. I think it's perfect for it, but you know, it definitely has like that '60s kind of like boppy, you know, catchy mm-hmm. tune to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you have it. Um, little holiday oddity, perfect for cult movie cult. I th- I thought. Mm-hmm. And again, just from the title, it's like I have to see this movie. But again, yeah. uh, it conquers the Martians. Eh, I don't know about that, but see, it's funny when when I read when I read the title, knowing nothing about this, my first my, <laughs> my initial reaction. Yeah, I, I I was kind of expecting like a killer clowns from yeah, outer space yeah. kind of like something that was going to be really mm-hmm. excessively violent and well maybe when they remake <laughs> I, I was it, expecting a, yeah maybe the remake yeah, will do that a heartwarming family film yeah. but what I what I did think was interesting one thing I did like a lot I mean there are a lot of things I liked in this but but one thing I liked is that the uh, the Martians weren't all bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it was really everything. Everything that came to be was just yeah. kind of the Martians trying to take care of their yeah. kids. Even even uh, Voldar, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was just afraid of a change in the fundamental way that they live their lives. Mm-hmm. He right. was like, he was I don't know. We've been doing change. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah which you okay. know is 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 a little bit you know mm-hmm. conservative, and and the way he goes about it is is maybe a little fascist, yeah. but like you know. <laughs> I think he's coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he has he has a desire to kind yeah. of sabotage or take power. Mm-hmm. He's just like I just think maybe things are kind of okay the way they are, and this will resolve itself on its own. Yeah. And maybe maybe we shouldn't start bringing in, you know, yeah, big big men from other planets. I noticed that too, though. What you said about like not all the Martians are evil, or you know, usually when you see mm-hmm. extraterrestrials in, in films, especially from around this time, like they're all just must invade earth and kill everyone you know that's kind of how it usually goes mm-hmm. so this was a little different where they just you know you see these martians living their lives like like you would see anyone living their lives and there are some bad yeah. ones and some good ones so i thought that was interesting yeah. as well um one thing to note is that the jetsons premiered in 1962 mm-hmm. um and this was 1964 and i think maybe that idea of the kind of martian or outer space nuclear family um may have kind of been influenced by that um there there might have been there might have been a little bit of of them pulling Mm -hmm. pulling from the jets you think so (laughs) yeah probably yeah it's possible i mean who knows who knows but it does it does kind of have that a similar feel of you know Mm -hmm. this this mother father yeah it does you're right uh two kids two kids Mm -hmm. martian family kind of thing you know and it's like you don't know if it's because of a lack of imagination or creativity or, you know, because just having them live mm-hmm. just as we do. Or is it like, a co- again, like commentary? Uh, you know, I, I want to return to that because just to kind of get your thoughts on it, Jeremy. Um, now, mm-hmm. Voldar, now, like we said, there's different shades of 
like good and bad in this movie with the Martians, um, or at least more than you would expect in, in this type of film from this time. Um, and he's not too into Christmas. Um, and um, he seems more like he seems to be more against the idea of kids being good all year solely for the purpose of receiving toys, right? Like that, mm-hmm. more than like the general idea of like him being against like the Christmas spirit. Um, but I guess along mm-hmm. with toys comes joy. So maybe <laughs> that is what Christmas yeah. is all about, toys? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But so again, like commercialism, um, I feel like there is something there, pro or anti. Again, I'm like kind of up in the air about it because it, it, it's a little bit of a hard read. Yeah, it seems to be more about presents than like the Christmas spirit, right? Like you see that in a lot mm-hmm. of these holiday films. So in a way, it's it's sort of refreshing actually if you think about it like this was like more about like the toys and stuff it's a little different but i mean i guess in the end like i said um santa bringing toys uh you know brings joy to the children so i guess maybe it is about that and again i'm probably Mm -hmm. thinking way too much into this i I guess i'm trying to get like into the heads of like you know the the filmmakers like the people who made it like what they were thinking the writer and all that the producer um who came up with the. it's always weird though particularly in this era um, well, I mean, I, it lasted much longer than that, but you got to think around that time that you could make a movie very inexpensively, mm-hmm. you know, like we're talking like peak Corman years yeah. that could turn around and make a massive amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's possible that all of the, they were really giving a lot of this, a lot of thought to this stuff. It's also possible that it was just a brainstorm that just kind of ran rampant. Yeah. Uh, and they said, let's just, you know, <laughs> crank a movie out into the theaters right. in time for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they filmed it in two weeks, which is pretty, that is pretty damn quick. Yeah. Um, well, pretty, I mean, pretty impressive, too, for, like, the kind of sets that yeah, they, I, like, they weren't expensive-looking mm-hmm. sets, but they were big. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they were. pretty big they sets. And again, it did kind of remind me of the Jetsons. I mean, it wasn't, like, as that, that advanced. There wasn't all of that going mm-hmm. on in the background or anything, but, yeah, I thought they were... Mm-hmm. I thought they were they were fine. <laughs> Nothing, you know, they didn't yeah. they didn't stick out as like being particularly bad or anything like that. Um, yeah, but I mean the costumes were were another. <laughs> that's another story. What was going on with those costumes? Yeah. but I I think the the way in general that they kind of imagined the alien life to be mm-hmm. and the, the the production design like it didn't feel like like I don't know there there was something really cool about yeah. it. like I, I really liked it aesthetically. Mm-hmm. It obviously now you know. Uh, 60 years later mm-hmm. um almost it we know that's not what the future kind of looks like yeah. but you know there there was something i, I don't know i i liked it aesthetically mm-hmm. it, it it had a it, very, it had a cool very tone Jetsons, to it very jetsons very 60s <laughs> idea yeah, of, very 60s. of the, you know vision for the future i guess um but yeah i think mm-hmm. the sets the costumes the story everything here it was ripe cult movie material for us so we yeah. couldn't resist we had to yeah. do it um and just a couple other quick notes here um so this film obviously came out in 1964 and i think it did okay Mm -hmm. and again i don't know if it was straight to television or not but um it did pretty well Mm -hmm. and then uh but it wasn't until much much later which was like the 90s uh when a new audience discovered the film when it was critiqued on mystery science theater 3000 in the 90s um it was also featured on elvira's show jeremy i know you're a big fan as yeah, am I. Fan, love <laughs> yeah. uh, again, beauty of public domain, right? It's like they could these shows could yeah. could watch these movies and not get sued for it. So, hooray, there you go. So now yeah. people also just you know. just 
Side note, briefly, while we're on Elvira, because I, I love course, Elvira and want more people to love Elvira, <laughs> I do know that I, I haven't gotten to read it yet, but she came out with yeah. an autobiography mm-hmm. that I've heard great things about. So yeah, I saw that. Listeners of Cult Movie Cult, if you are an Elvira <laughs> fan uh, and would like to support her, mm-hmm. uh, we are not being paid to do not this. I I wish I wish I knew Elvira <laughs> I and was being paid yeah. to support her, but uh, would love to would love to see people go out and buy her book. Mm-hmm. Maybe makes a great holiday present there for you someone. Go. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just came out, right? That book. So. Yeah, I think around around Halloween. Yeah, so go check it out. Um, and yeah, good holiday gift. <laughs> so the director is Nicholas Webster, and normally we talk about the director in this, uh, as part of the show, but I couldn't find too much to discuss. There wasn't really anything else I had mm-hmm. seen from him. It seemed like he had done some genre stuff before, um, and you know, I guess after as well. So. Um, and he, I think he was just like in the business. I think he was uh, an editor or something like that. And he can't, kind of worked yeah. up through the ranks. Um, but this film was the first uh, cinematic appearance of Pia Zadora, who I'm sure some of our listeners will know. Um, she plays Germar, <laughs> one of the Martian children in the beginning and um, the end as well. And she, you know, she, is, she has quite the career. She's been in a lot of movies. She's also a singer and She's been in like Hairspray, you know, John Waters movie and um, some other film. I think Troop Beverly Hills was another one. So she's been in some films. And so this was her first appearance in this film. Um, and then the only other thing I wanted to mention was remakes. So, uh, you know, when I was looking this film up on IMDb, I saw another one show up and it was a 2020 film. So I'm assuming this was a remake that came out that I was not aware of. Um, yeah. But I couldn't really find much else about it. So I, I only thing I could find was that it looks like the actor who played Billy in the in this film that we're discussing, the 1964 one, uh, Victor Stiles, was also in the remake that came out. And these are the only two movies he's ever been in. So he's playing the same character, a good, yeah, like you said, Jeremy, almost 60 years apart, which is pretty that's, that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, that's fun, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, I don't know if it's a good film or, <laughs> or as fun as this one that we watched, yeah. but... Um, uh, but there is apparently another one, another remake coming out in 2022, so very soon, uh, directed by Cynthia Webster, who is the daughter of the original film's director. So another connection there. Oh, very cool. So who knows if that'll be any good either, but um, as long as it's fun, because this movie just to me was very fun. I found myself laughing, mm-hmm. you know, genuinely laughing a lot and uh, yeah. really enjoyed it. Uh, what are your final thoughts, though, Jeremy, on this film? Yeah, same. I, I, what was fun with this is so like my dad is uh, would have been the perfect age at that time for this movie, mm-hmm. you know, like, like he he would he would he would have been a, a, a kid, and there was something I watched this movie on a Sunday morning, um, on television like not I mean not on television but like I didn't watch this movie on my laptop I actually put it on the TV to watch, um, yep. and there was something really and, and I was drinking some hot chocolate. <laughs> And just why? And there was something that just felt very yeah um, cozy, <laughs> not no, yeah very cozy and just like like I was almost able to kind of put myself in that in that feeling of being yeah. a kid in 1964 yeah. and waking up and yeah. you know watching watching this movie on TV even though we, we're not <laughs> sure if this movie actually played on TV yeah it's um, those fade outs that made it feel like yeah. a TV movie yeah I even got the full experience uh, the, as we mentioned Tubi before Tubi. Uh, 
has commercials. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so I even got the, the full experience. And it just, I don't know. There, there was something, yeah. there was something really, really fun about as those opening <laughs> credits came in that I, I just went right yeah. there. I only had, uh, I only had two ads on my YouTube version, but yeah, I, I can see what, yeah. what you mean. That kind of makes, you know, it's part of the whole experience when you're sitting down, just kind of, exactly. um, I actually projected this one. Mm-hmm. So I watched it <laughs> way, you know, blown up, like probably oh, way cool. bigger than most people would watch it. But yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah. Again, I just, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like I just enjoyed myself. I had like a, my coffee with me and just sat there and, and, and had a good time. So mm-hmm. I mean, when you think Colt and holiday movie, um, this is probably the first one that's going to pop up in your head. I would say, um, yeah. it did yeah. for me anyway, cause I, I've been wanting to talk about this one for a while. So I'm glad we finally mm-hmm. got to, um, yeah. Glad we got to see it. Yeah. yeah. Santa Claus conquers the Martians sort of, mm-hmm. I guess he teaches them a lesson about, uh, yeah. something. Christmas spirit, maybe. He, he he kind of conquers them emotionally. Emotionally, oh wow, that's yeah. All right, we're gonna end on that. That's yeah, a good one. right. Because he, yeah, he's he's not really he's not really going in. You yeah. know, like I said, the, when I when I pictured this, I imagined oh, like yeah. Santa going Guns in blazing. with some kind of candy cane, a candy cane shooting <laughs> yeah. bazooka or something. Yeah. That was, that's a movie we gotta make. I, I think I think yeah, I th- but I think the way he conquer he con you know it is he conquers Our their hearts. lack of joy. He conquers the Martians. Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he conquers the Martians and conquers our hearts. <laughs> and our hearts. And that's 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 what we want from a holiday yeah. movie, you know? He wins so. us over with his Santa-like charm. He does, he does. Ho-ho-hoing. Santa still got yeah, it after all these years. Still got it. All right, well, that's going to do it for this holiday special, uh, the last episode of Colt Movie Cold of 2021. We'll see you next year with some new uh, series. We have a lot of series in the works, uh, Jeremy, so just have to decide on one <laughs> we can do it yeah yeah. Well, we have yeah lots in the works um thanks for listening to cult movie cult you can find us on the usual social media and if you have any cult films you'd like to hear us discuss on the show or if you'd like to officially join the cult be a guest on the show please feel free to reach out to us at cult at gmail.com this has been cult movie cult until next time so long from the other side and happy holidays gonna do it for us right do you want to say happy holidays too i guess i don't know yeah yeah happy holidays happy holidays lay it over or we should we should just do one where we say it like the same time just then or maybe i'll just play this whole thing and not edit it yeah Yeah, just just i'll just see how i feel you want to say happy holidays (laughs) i'll say happy holidays well happy holidays happy holidays